Welcome to Electric Sports Talk, your one-stop show for all things sports. Here at Electric Sports Talk, we focus on sports and only sports. And now, here's your host, Ty Crystal. Hello, hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Electric Sports Talk. My name is Ty Crystal. We're back with some NFL talk on the pod today. It's good to be back. Uh, we took the holiday off last week, and it was a good time to kind of, you know, revigor ourselves through the holidays. Revigor? <laughs> yes, revigor. Um, nice. As always, with me is Carson. Nice to have you back, Carson. Hello, hello. It's uh, It was an interesting week, actually. There's games... What on Christmas Day and then Saturday and then Sunday, so if if you guys didn't watch any, then you know you had a lot of opportunities. Um, but talking about the games last week, where do you want to start and what do you kind of want to touch on to begin with? Let's start with the first game of the week with on Christmas Day, New Orleans Saints versus Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, that was an interesting game. Uh, I mean, Alvin Kamara decided to show up and play, right? Yeah, I mean, a hundred. 55 yards and then the six touchdowns it's a pretty good game no i mean that that's an amazing <laughs> game um the saints clinched the nfc south for like the fourth straight year in a row so yeah. you know i guess it's something we've come to expect and sad days for me as a panthers fan um i did see that the the saints never punted in this game either and what were the vikings doing i mean they allowed 52 points i saw this was the most yards and points they've ever allowed in their franchise history so that's pretty crazy, uh, but yeah. what do you make about the Saints heading into the playoffs? It's one of those teams where it's like you don't know what to expect, so it's kind of hard to like judge how they're going to do in the playoffs. I think they'll go probably to the conference championship. I don't know against who yet. I'll think about that later. But right, well, I think you were like, you were talking about like them and the Packers, right? Yeah, Packers most likely. But again, Packers only have one win against. Uh, over 500 teams. Yeah, I saw that stat. That's interesting. But they also blow out all the other teams, so it's, mm-hmm. it's hard to tell. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, the thing that worries me with the Saints is their quarterback play because, you know, Drew Brees has been back for, like, two games now, I think. This is his second game back. And Taysom Hill's a fine backup. Uh, but with the, like, uncertainty there, it always gets kind of nervy because you're never sure who's going to be playing, right? Yeah. Um, he, I mean, Drew Brees had two interceptions in this game. He's not, he, from the game that I watched last week, not the Minnesota one, but last week when they, he first came back against the Chiefs, he had his first game with like going with two back-to-back four and outs or like no completions and four passes or something like that, I think mm-hmm. they said. And it's just not the Br- Drew Brees that we're used to because right. we're always used to him just going out and dominating. <laughs> but it looks like his age as well as that gruesome – like rib yeah. fractures. I mean, that was what he fractured, like seven ribs or something. I think it was like twelve. Yeah, like that was a lot. And so. punctured a lung and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like it's hard to come back from that. And I think I mean, it kind of was rushed because of the Chiefs. Like they to, were playing to the Chiefs. Even be back is impressive, Insane. honestly. Like yeah. I think I'd be taking much more time because I only feel like he was out for like a month or two, right? I think he was like, like three weeks. Oh man, not even a month. Yeah, because Taysom Hill got three starts. <laughs> That's crazy. I mean. I wouldn't be coming back that soon, I no, guess. I'd, I'd be, be like a little time off. I'd be like, yeah, uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> so that's interesting. I guess the Saints, um, they'll probably like go in one or two in the NFC, right? I'm it, guessing it seems two. it seems pretty likely they're that not they'll gonna be, get that bye, but it'd be nice if they then did they'd form be playing I think. who. Who would they play as 
at the two seed. Yeah, two seed. Um, I feel like they play like the Bears or the Cardinals, depending on how things go. That's true. Yeah, it's still a little bit to decide. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be upset about that if I was the Saints. No. Obviously, we, you know, like you just said, there's still things to be decided in this last week, so we don't know for sure. But I'm pretty sure as it stands, make the playoffs. Oh yeah, and if the Cowboys made the playoffs, that would be the dumbest thing that that franchise has ever done. Just to raise their draft stock. So let's see. Uh, right now, as it stands, they'd actually play the Bears. The Bears are in the playoffs. The Bears are in the playoffs at eight and seven right now. Uh, but there's still something to be decided with them in Arizona. Let's see the Bucks and Lions. I mean, this game was pretty weird because the Buccaneers beat down on the Lions, forty yeah. points, and Tom Brady had like an amazing game. I think it was one of his highest um, passing yards in his career in that game. So that was that was crazy. And then Mike Evans has tied a Tampa Bay record in receiving touchdowns over a whole season. So, you know, he's obviously a phenomenal receiver, has been for a long time. Um, but the Lions, man, is it just me or do they need a new quarterback? Because they need to know everything. Matthew Stafford went off the field injured again. Yeah, I think that Matthew Stafford should get out of there, go somewhere else. Just, I don't think it's, it hasn't worked for forever there. Like, how long has he been in the league and... They've done nothing with him. So I think it would be best for both parties to finally kind of split ways. But, yeah, no, he goes out in the first. And how how many games has this been that he's been going Man, out? So I actually, like, I do follow the Lions a little more than most teams. Um, but I feel like he's missed more than half the games this season. Like, it has been so rough for even him to just get on the field consistently. Um, I mean, as it stands right now, they sit seventh in the draft. I mean, that could potentially be a good position to take a lot of guys, right? Yeah. If you need a quarterback or lineman. I mean, there are a ton of people you could take at seven. Maybe even a receiver. Like, there's so many things you could do with that. Um, oh, I, yeah, because... Man, I feel bad for the, for the Lions. I'll tell you that. Yeah, no, it's it's a rough fan to be a team, like, team to be a fan of. Yeah, um, but Tampa Bay, I mean, they did get the win, so I guess we should focus more on them here. This game, to me, again, kind of says how inconsistent uh, Tampa Bay has been all season, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, they're 10-5. and five. They've had a good year, but I don't feel like they show up every week and do this. No. You know, no, you know they're, like, they're it's... like most inconsistent team mm. out of the whole NFL. It's very strange, um, but how do you actually like their chances heading into the playoffs because as it stands right now they'd actually be playing Washington which if I'm a wild card team you know I I would love to be playing that four seed regardless of who it is yeah but I mean at the same time Tampa's been really inconsistent I don't know I think that would be a fun game to watch Uh, actually it could be a blowout so because Whoever's in that four seed, we all know that it's the NFC East. It could be the <laughs> it could be the New York Giants who are right now sitting at five and ten. Mm. So, I wouldn't. I think that Tampa will move on past that game, but I don't think they make it anywhere past there. Mm. I'm not buying into the whole hype around. No, those I guys. mean, uh, what my dad was telling me, he was reading an article on ESPN talking about how the Buccaneers are the the dark horses of the playoffs. And I'm like, eh, I don't think so. No. I mean, I'd be surprised. Well, but like if they win that game, then they go to play, go on to play Packers. Mm-hmm. And 
You don't really want to do that. No, I don't. <laughs> no, I don't it would think be a I cool would. game to watch because it's two amazing quarterbacks, like two of the goats. Mm-hmm. So it'd be kind of cool to watch those two go at it. But yeah, I yeah, think that Aaron Rodgers would have have a lot more well, fun. I think Aaron Rodgers' team as a whole is better. Oh yeah, and right now I think he's the better quarterback as well. Uh, but the 49ers Cardinals, I think, is a game we want to talk about next. This one had damaging effects on the Cardinals, man. Like they were in a playoff position, now they're on the outside looking in. They have like they have to win next week, and the Bears have to lose. Right, because the Bears are sitting in front of them right now as it stands. So the Cardinals got to beat the Rams, which is going to be tough, and then the Bears got to beat the Packers. So honestly, it's more in Arizona's favor here that they probably have the advantage because the Bears will be playing a tougher opponent. But another component to think about is the Rams are in the sixth seed right now, and they're nine and six, so they tie with the Cardinals on on record if they lost to the Cardinals. Um, but that's all going to be decided this week, and I guess we'll dive more into that next week. This game was pretty crazy. Uh, 49ers kicker couldn't hit a kick in the last eight minutes, and then I saw today that they signed him to an extension. Yeah, I, I don't know. After a game where he wasn't playing very good, <laughs> yeah. to an extension? Um, but, you know, the third-string quarterback for the Niners actually played really well, too which I was surprised. And then uh, the last thing I'll say is, you know, <laughs> Kyler Murray threw 50 passes in this game, and that. none of them were touchdowns. Like, that's crazy. Holy crap. Yeah, and only 247 yards. I know. That's a... He was throwing a lot. So does, uh, the Cardinals, I mean, their running game struggling or what? Yeah, I mean, he's leading their rushing yards with 75 yards. So that... That's a sign that things aren't going very well. Mm-hmm. I didn't actually get to watch this game, so it's a little foreign to me. But even their defense was struggling because if you look at their run defense was pretty bad. 22 carries for Wilson Jr. and 183 yards rushing. That's a pretty mm-hmm. big game. It's a really good game, well, actually. I think the Niners, like <laughs> they're the team right now in the NFL that's really good, but not playing very good. And, a high, and they're going to get like a pretty decent draft pick and it's going to potentially be very beneficial to them um i've seen talk of zach wilson yeah me too that'll be interesting i've also seen like trey lance being batted around a lot or mac jones because it kind of seems you know like justin fields and trevor lawrence will be off the board by then i actually heard so what about this they are so my dad is a big 49ers fan right and he follows them and he was saying that he was reading that um, they're trying to put a package together to send Garoppolo and a bunch of stuff to the Jets and then move up to the second pick. Um, and I don't know if it was like, if it included Garoppolo in this deal, but one of the deals was like this year's first round, second round, and then next year's first round and second round picks for this year's second overall pick. So, That's um, a lot of... what do you think about the Niners moving up that high? The only thing I don't know is... Who do you take there? Do you take Justin Fields? Is that is that who you trust to be your... See, I don't know. Or do they take a Zach Wilson? Or do they just not even go with quarterback right there, go with, like, Swell? But isn't their line pretty good? Isn't the yeah, four- I mean, they got a decent line as far as I understand. Do they take Swell if they trade I up mean, that high? They could take... Yeah, they, I, don't I mean, know they why could. They would, I don't know why they would trade so up that So this is my thing. Is my, like, if, you were, if you're going to 
move up to second and you draft a guy like Zach Wilson, well, I think you're reaching, right? But if you take a guy like Justin Fields, then I think there's more uncertainty with Justin Fields. Because, yeah. at least in my mind, I don't think he's a sure second quarterback off the board right now. No. Because the last game we watched him play, he didn't look very good. So, I don't know. I mean, it's it's an interesting situation. If I'm the Niners, though, I just I don't trade out of it. But that's just me. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't see the reason to trade up to two because then you're at a point where you don't want to reach. Yeah. But you kind of have to if you want to get your pieces. Yeah. Because they need, like, Which, a dude, wide receiver. Is it even that they need a quarterback? Uh, I think so. Yeah. I would take a – maybe they get Matthew Stafford. Yeah, but he – I don't know. With his time, injury then, history, you know? Yeah, what's, but – He's such can a you good quarterback. Yeah, no, I love Matthew Stafford. He is a great quarterback. <laughs> I, I see what you're saying. Is that's a hard pick to make if mm-hmm. you're trying to get a quarterback. I don't know. I don't see really any other way than getting a quarterback, but I could see him taking a wide receiver. Like if sure, if a quarterback yeah. that they're not really impressed with falls, maybe they get Devontae Smith. Oh man, what, that that'd be insane. Yeah. If he was on the board that late, I'd definitely take him. Well, what pick are they at? Uh, right now, I think they said like 15, 14, something like that. Oh, wow. Never mind. But well, then Devontae Smith will probably be like a top six. eight. I, I, I bet like So I think the Eagles sit like seventh or something right now, somewhere around there. Oh, yeah. And they're going to take, take them. If they didn't take him, I'd be like, <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. But no. there's also Jamar Chase from LSU. So Yeah, Jamar Chase. And after that, I mean, it kind of gets muddled with receivers. But there's still a lot of good receivers they could take if that's where they went. I'm not sure that's what they need, though. Like, they could even well, but, use, like, a linebacker, a good linebacker. So, yeah, maybe Mike Parsons. Yeah. To them. But I don't know if he's going to fall that far either, you know? Yeah, because they're – actually, they're at five. Who? The Eagles are. Oh, the Eagles are at five? Yeah, so – So that would be right around where I would say he would be. Yeah, of course. But do the Tex- Texans don't need one. Who do the Texans need? Oh, man. Uh, the Texans need a receiver for sure, though. Yeah, yeah so mean, maybe they take Devontae Smith, Eagles yeah, take Mike Parsons. But they could also take – no, isn't the Texans pick going to Miami, though? Oh, it might yeah, be. Yeah, the first – yeah, their I first know pick is Miami going to Miami. I know Miami has a ton, like two picks in the first round this year. Yeah, that that's why. That that one's going to Miami. Man, that's a killer pick for the Dolphins. Oh, yeah, Miami would go with a wide receiver. It would – yeah, you could. Well, we always get off on these tangents with the off-season talk, and we got to focus on the in-season talk. We got one. We got one week, and then we can <laughs> then we can go all in on well, this off-season playoffs. But we can talk oh, a little yeah. bit about well, the off-season stuff in the playoffs. Who needs the playoffs? We'll 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 pass. We'll go right to the off-season. The most ex- <laughs> like exciting part. Yeah, I love it. Um, okay, so the Dolphins Raiders. Uh, I actually want to talk about this game because it was super interesting. Uh, I don't know if you like saw the highlights or, or watched the game at the all. The guy tried to rip off to yeah. uh, rip, rip off this <laughs> magic space. <laughs> that was so funny. And he's still completed. I was like, "Holy crap!" Fitz Magic, man. That's why they call Fitz Magic. I, I love the guy. Um, but what do you think about the Dolphins actually benching Tua and then bringing in Fitzpatrick? I mean, what is going on with their quarterback situation? Well, I'm just like kind of confused because they are in the playoffs right now, aren't they? Yes. So, like, what are their plans going forward? Because they they're kind of in a little bit of trouble if they don't have their quarterbacks figured out. Because usually you want to have, especially in playoff time, know who you're starting the next week. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, and it's, it's not college, right, where you can kind of alternate quarterbacks. Yeah, no. This is something that you need to – the wide receivers need it, the offensive line needs it, everyone needs it to, like, 
be in the same rhythm. And if these guys don't get it figured out, I mean, I've liked Tua, but he hasn't played too great lately. No, he really hasn't. Like, I mean, I still think he has amazing potential, but maybe it's just... I think they tried starting him way too early. So I've seen a lot of people being like, man, his, his downfield accuracy is is weak, and he, and he just doesn't drive the ball either. So is that like a serious problem moving forward? Because honestly, I guess I remember him being a better downfield thrower in college than it seems like he has been in the NFL so far. Well, kind of what I think is like... Just he didn't have that last year of college before he got picked. Yeah. And then he got thrown right into the NFL. Like, he only got, what, four weeks to follow Fitzmagic? And I mean, yeah, they I put think, him in soon. as uh, maybe six, somewhere I between there. I think Fitzmagic is a great quarterback to learn behind as a rookie. So I think they should have left him out for longer, maybe even the whole season, just to let Tua get the – because people always say it. The transition from college to NFL – is oh, it's crazy. insane. Mm-hmm. So I think they should have let him learn for maybe even a full year before they threw him right in. But well, I think it's always a discussion to be had when you talk about like if guys should stay in the NFL or not. And some people would say yes, stay four years, and some people wouldn't. But with Tua, I probably would have said leave because he just did come off an injury and. You never know what's going to happen, yeah, right? Yeah, he gets injured again, right. he's really... Mm-hmm. But that would just be my personal opinion. Yeah. But yeah, I, I totally understand it. It totally would have benefited him more to, to stay, maybe, and develop a little more. But with this loss, the Raiders are also eliminated, and they're on a skid, man. Like, they lost five of their last six. <laughs> and they were sitting in a good spot, too. And I remember when, I was saying that they were one of my favorite teams. Like, I really uh-huh. liked them, and... Yeah, I remember when we first started doing these shows, you're like, yeah, I like the Raiders. I think they'll end, end up in the playoffs a, and do well. And ever since then, man, yeah, they've like, lost. That's my curse. But, like, <laughs> they beat the Chiefs this year and then almost lost to the Jets. So they went from the highest of highs <laughs> to almost the lowest of lows. So, I mean, I'd be a little – I think that's kind of coaching mm. is the inconsistency part. And I mean, not all inconsistencies are obviously not all of them are coaches, but this is kind of the Raiders kind of feel lately under John Gruden. Well, it has been very interesting. Yeah. Under him, they're disappointing. You see good flashes, right? And I think you see a lot of good things from Derek Carr and Josh Jacobs, and you're like, man, this team has a lot of potential. And then you see like the bad side where they lose the leads that they have and, and they struggle in this game and lose it late and you're like yeah what are you guys doing like i actually saw john gruden was talking and he's like yeah we can't put away games and that's my fault and you know i agree with him like in a lot of ways you've got to get your team coached and ready and prepared in those types of close situations yeah so what do you what do you see the the raiders doing moving forward though i mean where do they go in the draft exactly because i don't feel like they need a ton of pieces necessarily they're very close to being like a great team, but what would you do? And I know you've you've also said like move on from Derek Carr, um, but what do you think? I'm still on the move on from Derek Carr. <laughs> I mean, he's not one of the quarterbacks that you think of, and you're like, that's a great quarterback. Like, sure, it's just, he's just not one of those quarterbacks. 
I mean, do they need pieces on defense? Yeah, I mean, I bet they could use like a secondary player, I kind of feel like. But, yeah, but that's also most teams could use it's true. <laughs> a secondary player. I mean, just looking at them, they don't have their depth chart. They don't have very many. Like, I don't know these names, but maybe Derek Carr. I mean, they have Marcus Mariota right behind him. But yeah, is that any better of an option? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he could teach up a rookie. Sure. Yeah, and, and I'm sure he could. Um, I mean, but I, I mean, I don't know if drafting a quarterback is a solution. But they do have Nathan Peterman. Oh, also. put him in. Put yeah. him in. <laughs> Lead him right to the Super Bowl. Uh, the man of many memes. Um, uh. <laughs> well, see, well, this is the problem with the Raiders is they're like they're not a bad team, but they're close to being good. And what kind of pieces do they need to add to be that? Because, or is it the coaching? You know, so there's a lot of there's a lot of questions with them. Are there any Sunday games you want to talk about uh, specifically, or or even the Monday night game? Um, I want to talk about the Chiefs. All right, Chiefs and Falcons. Because that was a close game. Right now, I wouldn't put the Chiefs as Super Bowl favorites. Wow. Okay. They why is that? They haven't been playing good. They almost lost to the Falcons, which Falcons I mean, haven't played very good. and The Falcons aren't terrible. I would put Buffalo as super, at least Super Bowl for the AFC. I like Buffalo, too. Yeah. Buffalo has been playing so good. Josh Allen. I mean, if the MVP was actually the MVP, I would say that um, Josh Allen would have to be in it, but it's actually the... Best, oh, like the oh. best performer. Yeah, you're saying. So like, I would say like the most valuable player should be who elevates their team the most. Mm, and I would say yeah. that's Josh Allen. Well, yeah. That's I don't kinda, think. That, I, no, I like your I like your like, thinking there because I put Patrick Mahomes in the MVP if that's how it was. Because well, take Patrick you think Mahomes that he, out of it, and uh, they still that's still an amazing team that's going places. Yeah, I agree. But he does make that team a lot better he too. Does. So this is always the, one of the things I think about with MVP, too, is if you took, if, if you're saying Josh Allen, if you took Josh Allen and put him on any team in the league, would that team get better? If you put him on the Chiefs, would they be better than they currently are? Because this is what I think about a lot, especially with like NBA MVPs. When I think about a guy like LeBron or Giannis or someone like that, I know that if I took them and put them on any team in the league, that team would instantly yeah. get better. I feel like you could say the same for Pat Mahomes or Josh Allen or Aaron Rodgers. A lot of guys. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't. I don't that's know just kind of one of my things. Aaron Rodgers. No, those, really. I mean, he would make them better, but not as better as like Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen. Yeah. No. I. Yeah. I guess I can see what you're saying. Yeah. Like, because he's just not as electrifying, I guess. And mm-hmm. that could be that I'm just seeing it as younger quarterbacks versus an old quarterback. Uh, you don't like the old guys, huh? I don't think there's electrifying. I don't think they because like the game's changed. Like it used to be, sit back in the pocket and throw. Yeah. And now it's well, I mean, those two can run, but they. Aaron still... Rodgers is entertaining though, man. I, I really like he watching is. Aaron Rodgers. Is it concerning to you then that this game was so close? Like, is it a bad thing moving forward? Because the Chiefs they'll play the Chargers next week and you imagine that'll be a good game but they're coming off three very close games I guess to the Dolphins, Saints and Falcons. Three actually pretty decent teams there. Two playoff teams and and the Falcons that just have had some bad luck this year. But 
what do you think about this upcoming game against the Chargers and then moving forward in the playoffs for the Chiefs? I think they probably lose it just because they're going to bench everybody. Oh, yeah. Because there's yeah. no point in keeping people in because they already have the first round bye. Like, it's already clinched. Mm, that's true. So I think they sit Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, Travis You Kelsey. don't even think they play him in, like, the first quarter or anything? No. Mm. I think, well, I mean, the Steelers aren't. They've already announced that um, Mason Rudolph is starting. So is that is that because they've got the three seed clinched, or is that well, because... Well, because they've got the division clinched, so they're in the playoffs mm. no matter what. Oh, okay. They didn't have the bye earlier because they got the COVID stuff. Yeah. So they got rid of their bye week. Oh, so, so this is kind of like a bye week for their yeah, starters. so they're just Makes using sense. it to rest up before... Well, so speaking of the the Steelers, though, they end up beating the Colts and clinched the AFC North, right, last week. Yeah. And it's like the third time in five years, but it's the first time in like two years or whatever. So it's been a while, actually, since they clinched a couple years. Uh, It was actually a really close game with the Colts, and this puts them on the outside of the playoff bubble, right? Yeah. And think about this. There's five 10 and 5 teams right now in the AFC. Yeah. And one of them is going to miss the playoffs. And either Washington or Dallas or ten and five or oh five yeah and ten, ten and ten no ten and five Tennessee's oh, ten and you five said five and ten oh did I sorry yeah there no there are five ten and five teams that's a little confusing okay there are five space ten dash five teams okay there, there we go, go. Um, and one of them is gonna miss the playoffs for like Washington or Dallas or New York to get into the playoffs how crazy is that that's it's kind of sad, actually. <laughs> like, yeah, it is. Ugh. That's that's a little for those teams that are like that high. Like, that's gut wrenching, mm-hmm. and that makes the conversation for getting rid of that playoff spot for hey, a division winner. But at the same time, most years it's good. Like, well, yeah, it is. But there's always one. There's always one team or one division that is terrible. I and, don't remember it this bad in the long No, like no, maybe not, a nine and not seven. Not this team. bad. Right. But that's what I'm saying. There's usually like a team that's eight and eight, nine and seven, something like that. But then the team at the five seed is like eleven and what, yeah. five or something, or twelve and four, and you're like, what is that? And yeah. then they play each other. Well, the worst team actually has home field advantage, and you're like, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, you know? no, I get that. I don't know if it's time to completely get rid of it yet. Yeah, man. I'm on that but, bandwagon. Of course you are. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so the Jets, uh, what are they doing? They beat the Browns, and now they have two wins. I think, what, like back-to-back wins on the season? Um, and they've given, yeah, back-to-back wins over the Browns and Rams on the season, and now they've given the Jaguars the secured number one overall pick. Um, why? What is going on, Carson? <laughs> Who knows? Honestly, like, this is Just like, keep losing. This is the saddest, like... They couldn't even win at tanking. Like, that's how bad this has been. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like, they have, uh, like, when I saw that they won, I was like, holy crap, that's kind of cool. Now they have to, like, really tank in order to get Trevor. Uh-huh. And then they go in and win against the Browns. I'm like, I was like, that's just such a Browns thing to do, though. It is, like, isn't it? Because all they had to do was win that game, and they clinch, the, they clinch a playoff spot, which for the Browns, that's a huge thing. It would but, be, yeah. They didn't even. <laughs> they lost to the Jets, and well, so they had four receivers out with COVID. I did see. Yeah, and um, it was coaching. <laughs> that game was coaching because they threw it like fifty-three times, mm. even though they had no poor. wide receivers. Poor. 
You got four wide receivers out, and you're like, I think we'll throw it 50 plus times. Let, and you're like, Let's throw it all game, even though we have Nick Chubb. And, don't you have a running back? Yeah, Nick <laughs> Chubb and Kareem Hunt, and you're gonna. That's a crazy. Ugh, who knows? So there's a ton riding on the Browns uh, week, actually, right? I mean, they play the Steelers. And if the Steelers are benching a bunch of people, that actually really works out in the Browns' favor. So they could, you know, kind of slide in under the. Under the door, I guess you could say. Yeah. Indiana Jones style. Even after they lost to the Jets. <laughs> uh, what about the Bears like beating on the Jaguars? Um, I mean, was this... The Jaguars did this on purpose because you, they're trying to tank or what? Did you see that the Jags fans actually cheered when they scored for the first time? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But I, I think it's that they're tanking hmm. because, I mean, they haven't put in... Minshew Mania. Minshew Mania. They yeah. kept him out. So, I mean. Man, I can't believe you're sitting him. Like, what What the heck? I mean, it's better than what they're playing <laughs> with. And I don't know. I just, I think it's tanking ma- mainly yeah. as well as not that good of a team. Because well, going into this year, we thought that the Jags were going to win it. Like, at least that's what I had. I thought that the oh, Jags Oh, you had gonna... them winning the division? No. Winning oh. Trevor. Oh. Lawrence. I was like, winning what exactly? No, that's... Winning the first overall pick. <laughs> yes. Well, no, I agree. Getting Trevor Lawrence is a win. Trevor Lawrence, in my opinion, is a once-in-a-generational talent, and I honestly think that in the when he gets in the NFL, he'll be next level. Um, so I'm excited. Imagine if he's, like, the biggest bust. Like, imagine oh, if he's that once-in-a-generational talent, and then, like, everybody's been tanking for him. And then all of a sudden, he's just like no. a bust. Just imagine that, though. That would suck. Because um, like everybody's I don't think so that's gonna happen. Him. Yeah, no, I don't think it is either. If you just look at his tangibles, man, no way that happens. Um, I'm way too big on the guy. So worth mentioning: the Ravens pick up a win over the Jets. Uh, uh, excuse me, the Giants, and then the Bengals beat the Texans. And man, I feel bad for Deshaun Watson. At it. At Houston, because get him out of te- out of Texas. He is such a good quarterback, yet Houston continues to just have a desire to get worse. Like they don't want to get better. They don't want to get better. They just want to get worse. Well, Bill O'Brien's gone now, so he won't make a terrible trade for a, a running back. Do you think? Do you with. think that'll really solve the issue, though? I mean, it can't hurt. Well, okay. I guess that's true. It can't, you can't hurt. trade away your best players <laughs> for hardly anything. The Texans don't have their first round pick, right? That sucks. Yeah. So when you really think about the moves that he made back when he was still there, lots of bad moves. He screwed them for years. Yeah. It really seems that way. Because it usually takes a draft pick to like at least a year to start to really develop and become a solidified yeah. player. But he's kind of made it so that there's still two or three years down the road before even their draft picks next year get better. Well, I mean, and you can strike gold later in the later in the draft. That's true. But you would really rather have that first overall pick, you know, or first round pick. Yeah. To top ten player. Yeah. To be like, man, we got a really genuine good guy that we're very sure on, because you can go in the second round and find good talent. You just it just kind of gets less and it's less harder. likely that yeah. they're going to make the roster the further down you go. But, man, I just... Did you see J.J. Watt's uh, speech after the game? His little, like, I get saw, out of here if you don't want to work hard? 
I didn't see that part of it. I saw that he apologized to the fans, though. Yeah. I mean, I mean when players are doing that, especially veterans, like that's when you know something something's going on behind the scenes. And mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, it's it's really rough there. But he was fired I mean, up. Even Jets players don't apologize to. Yeah, but, but they're, I mean, they're trying to do it on purpose. <laughs> yeah, this is the problem. True. The Jets, the Jaguars, teams like that—they're doing it on purpose. I think the Texans are genuinely trying to win, and they can't win. Yeah, because they don't need like a generational quarterback because they already have yeah, one. Yeah, no, they have a great and they quarterback. Can't make anything work with it. Well, I mean, their defense is pretty good. Yeah. See, this I is mean, the thing: they don't have any offensive weapons. I feel like around Deshaun Watson, and if they did. This team would be in the playoffs. Like I think they're that good. They'd probably be competing for the division too, because they they got have a decent line, but they don't have a run game and they don't have any receivers to really throw to. Devo- Their defense is fine, but Devonte Smith going to the. Oh wait, no, they traded. No, they yeah, they traded out. Him. Yeah, see, oh. this is a this is the thing. You're like, oh man, they're gonna have a high draft pick, and then you remember, oh no, they don't. It's going to Miami, like. Nice job, guys. That was a that was a real Not good. Not two is gonna have Devonte Smith or <laughs> someone like that, and just like they could have had Devonte Smith and D Hop there for, and imagine well, what he yeah, could but do. They would be better if they had DeAndre Hopkins this year, right? Like, I don't see how it would make it worse. They would have someone mm, to throw it to because yeah, you'd have someone. They to, have they had Will. <laughs> you'd have someone to throw it to. They had Will Fuller, but he apparently just. Was taken. What was it? I can't. He was on PEDs of some kind. Yeah, yeah. he was on some illegal substance, Mm -hmm. and kind of after that huge game on Thanksgiving, was it? Yeah, Thanksgiving. He had a huge game, but it was. And and then you're like, hmm, I think I know why. (laughs) And then he gets randomly drug tested, and I mean that does happen though. So you got to be on your game with that kind of stuff. Let's move on to Carolina and Washington. That was a close game. Panthers end up getting the win. Um, but the kind of the big story coming out of this is the whole deal with Dwayne Haskins, right? Yeah, he get, he got released <laughs> the next day. Are you uh are you surprised? Well, so it actually stems back further in the in the It's been like the two week, weeks in the running. Right? He he got stripped of the captaincy because he was breaking COVID violations and stuff. Yeah. And it was like the second time or something. So Washington was like, Well, we don't want a captain that can't follow the rules, so we're taking your captain banned and he's like okay and then this game happens and then the next day they're like yeah we got rid of him and you're like what well did you see he was like um in Rappaport was that who broke it or was it I can't remember who broke it it might have been Adam Shafter but when he was when he got the call about it he was on the show with Pat McAfee he's on the Pat McAfee show all of a sudden he looks at his phone and he says I gotta go and shuts the call off Oh, within like two minutes. That's awkward. Well, but like even those guys were like, Dwayne Haskins is gone because they were they were in the middle of talking well, about it. And I'm then, not, are you surprised that no. the Redskins have gotten rid of him? I I, I mean, saw something being like he has a terrible completion percentage. He's got more interceptions than touchdowns. Obviously, Washington has not been very good with him there. It, it feels like it was kind of time. Yeah, he wasn't doing them better. Why? But like he gets like ten million over the next two years because of his contract and everything. Mm-hmm. So, like, he might be the Rocks with the XFL. He might be their biggest signing because I don't see an NFL team taking a chance with him. 
until he proves himself and XFL, maybe that's the way to prove his leadership skills. Sure. You can, of course, yeah. Well, I saw like talk about he's he's kind of always been given stuff to him and he's never really been told you can't do that and no cuz I mean in high school I'd imagine he was amazing cuz he was a top prospect. Yeah, and he went and to Ohio he played, State. Yeah. He played great at Ohio State so they were never going to say, yeah, you can't do this. But Yeah, well, this might be his first you need to like realize you can have a huge impact on your future. And so maybe this is a huge learning experience. I hope he comes back. Mm-hmm. He said, I did see him say, you know, this is the time that I can grow as a person and a quarterback. So I think he's taking it the right way, and that's a good thing. I don't fault Washington for cutting him either. Uh, but I also, you know, when he got drafted out of college, I wasn't very big on him. And I was like, I don't think this is a good pick. And I thought they even, like, drafted him too high. And honestly, like, I don't want to toot my own horn, but I kind of feel like I was right because this situation has been very poor. Yeah. And Washington needs a quarterback. And if if it's you, I guess, are you are you wanting to take another guy like Haskins, like in his style of play, who's like mobile and can get out of the pocket and stuff? Or would you want to take more like a pocket guy that's that's going to sit and and hit his targets because actually right now see and this is what is really bad (laughs) is Washington actually sits 25th in the current playoff standings or in the current draft standings because they're winning the division that's just where they're they would fall before any games take place um but that would not be good because at that point the top four quarterbacks maybe the top five quarterbacks are off the board, and you're left with maybe Kyle Trask or Mac Jones in that position. Now, I think, you know, they'd probably come in more around the 20s if they did make the playoffs because they'll get eliminated sooner. What do you think Washington can do to turn, you know, their franchise around? I would say it would be free agency is the best spot for them, probably. Really? Like a a quarterback in free agency? Yeah. Matthew Stafford. I mean, as long as he can stay healthy, that's the only thing. So I was talking to a Washington fan. Uh, well, I work with a Washington fan. I was talking to him, and he was telling me that he didn't. He never understood why number one, Kirk Cousins. They got rid of Kirk Cousins, and then number two, why they didn't try more with Case Keenum. Can we look back on those decisions and and kind of, you know, think that that was a place that they stumbled at? Maybe. I mean, with Kirk Cousins, yes. I would say so. Mm-hmm. I don't know as much with Case Keenum because, I mean, I didn't think he was too amazing, but I didn't watch the the Redskins at the time. I can't be, like, the biggest critic on that. Mm-hmm. But I would say with seeing how Kirk Cousins is done, I could see, like, how that could be faulted. Well, so is that the thing? They go back to more of a pocket guy like a Kirk Cousins instead of what Haskins kind of brought to the table? I don't know. I don't really know what Ron... I mean, Ron Rivera's style is with Cam Newton was run him. So, I mean, mm-hmm. maybe... Do they try to package a deal to go up to, like, uh, Justin Fields? That wouldn't be bad. I mean, it's their kind of guy, but how do you trade up mm-hmm. that high? That wouldn't be bad. The only thing I worry about with that one... Well, honestly, his draft stock could fall. 
Like, you never know with that kid. Well, I mean, I think that they're going to get blown out in the playoffs, so... Assuming they make it, yeah. I agree. Like, yeah. I don't think it'll be good. So, I mean, yeah, I could see him being, like, the... What pick would that be if they got eliminated first in the playoffs? 16? Is that what it is? Um, Let's see. So if they went have out... Because the worst record out of anybody who got eliminated. If they went out first in that first round, they might go in like 18 or 19, something like that. Well, there's 16 teams in the playoffs. Or 20. There? They go in somewhere around there. No, it's 14 teams in the 14 playoffs. teams. So right so now... So they go down to about 18. Right now the cutoff is 19. The playoff cutoff is 19. I don't think the Jets would trade out a, the second pick all the way to the 18th unless they could package an amazing deal for him. But who do, who does Washington like? Who does Washington have to make it like make it? You want to trade there? Like, I could only maybe see them trade into the high teens, honestly. Yeah. Or not? Well, well the low, low teens, teens. Yeah. High like, in the pick. Yeah. yeah. That's confusing. I'm saying like I see them. I see the them teams. trading up to like 14 through 11 if they could trade up. Because but like you have to get rid of the problem Terry McLaurin is or someone to get into the where you're at in the draft order, being you know 18 through 22. Really, that's like I'm not. I'm not saying that's a bad place to draft. But that's a really weird place to draft because you kind of have the top 15 guys off the board, and so you're kind of like man. We didn't get those guys. And then you kind of get into the next group. And after the top 15, most of the time, this is just my personal opinion, it gets a little more like, hmm, who should we go with? There's a lot of choices. And this is another question. Does Washington need a quarterback? Like, is that going to be the solution for them to take well, to make the have? team better? Who do they have right now? I mean, yeah, no, no. I, 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 just, I get what you're saying. I just don't understand. Like, but with all the problems that they do have... If they say they pick 18, 19, somewhere like that, 20, and and there's not really like th- a franchise guy sitting there well, like Zach Wilson or, or Justin Fields, would it be beneficial to take another need and then go into the second round and draft and a get quarterback? Like Mac Jones or someone like that. I see what you're yeah, saying there. I mean, but like what I have is if Kyle Pitts falls there. I don't think there's any way they can pass up on Ooh, him. If they, Kyle Pitts fell that far, dude, I'd be all over that. That's true. I think he goes to, like, New England or someone like that. But, New I mean, England at the 15, same time, yeah. he can be, like, also a wide receiver, too. But maybe he's like um, C.D. Lamb last year where everybody's like, he's going to go way early, and he falls. If Washington could get him because they need a tight end. C.D. Lamb. Man, how did C.D. Lamb fall so far? Um, so if he did fall that far, that'd be insane. However, I do think he'll be taken in the top 10. I do. Too. But that's, that's a great shout But out. it's it's a fan. But I also said the same thing about C.D. Lamb. So. That's true. <laughs> so, I mean. I had him going like ninth, I think, last year to the Raiders. Everybody did. Yeah, like I had him at the Raiders. For I had sure. I had him be in the first pick. Or the like Broncos the first, or someone, yeah. The first wide receiver taken. Mm-hmm. But then, obviously, Henry Ruggs and... Um, who did who did the Broncos take? <laughs> Say it. So, what what were we even talking about? Anyways, we had to look this up. <laughs> 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 we figured out it was Jerry Judy. <laughs> Man, <laughs> totally messed that one up. Well, uh, we were talking uh, about like how hopefully Kyle Pitts would fall. Yeah, <laughs> well, like CD Lamb did. Like, yeah. Uh, 
<laughs> okay, anyways, the point Another is tangent. that Kyle Pitts could fall, yeah. But Washington... Okay, this, is, this, this was my original question, too. If Washington took a quarterback in the first round, would that solve their major problems on this team? Mm, probably not, because then they might reach with that. So sure. I would say if a quarterback does fall, like one of the top four quarterbacks somehow falls to... If Zach Wilson or like Trey Lance fell that far... I don't think they would even hesitate. I, if Zach Wilson was sitting there at like 19, 18, whatever, and he wasn't in Washington, didn't pick him, I'd be like, Washington "What are you guys doing?" The clock immediately, oh, yeah. they would like there wouldn't even be, be hesitation like, with that. You'd t- you'd tick off two seconds on them on the clock, and they'd <laughs> Washington's be like, pick is the in. pick is it? <laughs> that that I think that how would be how it was if. Well, I hope so. Or even right. Trey Lance. I could see... Sure. Trey Lance, not a bad pick either. But at the same time, it's kind of a reach because you'll get to see him play like two games, I think is what it was, because of the... Before the draft? Yeah, because of the spring, because they'll play spring So ball. will he even play spring ball? I think so, but maybe they already have so. another quarterback there just because they're like, he'll probably leave. I hope he does play because I actually haven't seen him play a lot, and yeah. I've only watched like highlights and stuff, so... I'd like to see him like play, you know. Um, okay. Well, like, would the team that selects him would they let him keep playing spring ball, or would they say mm, you have I to mean, start coming to workouts and stuff? Like, uh, I, don't I would, know. I, I would think that they would let him play. Yeah, I think it'd be like a personal decision for him. But yeah. honestly, I don't know because I mean, this has never happened. <laughs> maybe they would have to talk to the team and be like, "We need him to work out. Like, we need you guys to work him out like a professional athlete." But we want him to also be playing games, or he goes to practices mm-hmm. there, comes and plays games. It's hard to say. This has never happened before. No, it's, it, it, so it'll be like totally unprecedented. It'd be interesting. Uh, I kind of want to. I want to see what happens. Actually, that'd be cool. Okay, we gotta move on. Break. We spent, like, way too much time on that. Um, <laughs> Eagles and Cowboys. Your Cowboys pick up the win against the rival Eagles. How about that? I'm so sick of the Cowboys. Oh, man. Sick of the Cowboys? What do you mean? They just won. That's the problem. <laughs> That's the problem. Because, so, I mean, they were sitting <laughs> low draft picks. Now they're all the way up at, like, halfway through the draft. Like, you don't like Patrick it. Patrick Sertan's not going to fall that far. Ah, man, that would be a big pick. Be well, honestly, he might. You, know, Maybe you never know. Farley, never know. But are you as high on Farley? Farley. Remind from me where he's from. Virginia Tech? Yes. You I love Okay. Um I watched some film on that kid the other day and I was kind of doing some research into him. For me, he's got to be one of the best corners but in like, this draft. Imagine Trayvon Diggs with either Patrick Sertan or Farley. That kind of locks down our secondary a little bit better. Well, let's see. Dallas is sitting in 11th. At 11th? Right now, yeah. So one of those two has to fall back. Or Gregory Rousseau? Let's see. I'm I'm trying to think. I don't see... Honestly, who in front... Okay, so this is the teams in front of Dallas. Denver, Carolina, Giants, Detroit, Philadelphia, Cincinnati, Atlanta, Miami, Jets, and Jacksonville. So, who of those ten teams would really take a player, like in front, uh, uh, take a corner in front of Dallas? The Broncos will take one. You, you think they, they would they at ten? Mm, okay. They need one bad. I've I been could talking see that. To some Broncos fans about it, and they're like, "Yeah, 
They I need could one. I could also see them taking like a linebacker though for the Broncos or a defensive end, you know. Well, what what pick did you say they were at? Ten. So one in right in front of yeah, Dallas. Yeah. So they'll take they'll take one of them because Micah Parsons will be off the board for sure. I hope so. If like, he falls that far, Detroit should probably be taking him. I think Detroit or the Eagles, or maybe Miami too. I mean, I saw him going to Miami on a mock draft the other day. Who? So, but does Miami need well, a wide receiver? Point is, Devontae Parsons. Parsons, yeah. Parsons will be off the board. Yeah, yeah. By the time there's he gets, like three gets teams to, that could take yeah. him before. If if the Broncos took a corner, let's say they took probably Sertan. Sure, I think he then, right now he's the highest draft. And the Cowboys have, I think, an amazing corner sitting right there. You got to yeah. take him, right? I don't think you're doing any. I don't think you're doing anything bad because honestly, if the Broncos are winning, uh, I mean. What are you? What are you out? Because I don't feel like the demand for corners is going to be super high this draft. Honestly, like I don't think that there's going to be a ton of corners taken very early. Because San Francisco, they don't need any like defensive picks. Yeah, no, I see what you're no, saying. San Francisco like, could use a corner. Could they? They could. Oh yeah, I, I think Richard they Sherman. could because I think Sherman's going to be moving on. Well, but where where would the Cowboys go if they didn't have that though? I've seen that the Cowboys might. Um, trade Zeke to mm-hmm. the Jets, and that if they make trade Zeke to the Jets, what does that mean for? Does that mean they draft get the first pick, second, second pick? Yeah, well, the first round. Oh, I, I don't think that they would trade hmm. that much for a Zeke. That'd be crazy. No, I don't think Zeke's worth the Zeke's, first round. Zeke's no. went down a lot this year. Sure, that'd be interesting. I but, actually haven't seen that rumor. That's a crazy rumor, really. What makes the Cowboys better? I. A corner, a running back, a maybe who knows even a quarterback, a lineman, defensive lineman. Like honestly, okay. So so think about this too. I feel like the Bron- the not the Broncos, the Cowboys are another team like the Raiders that are good, have a ton of pieces around them, but they're not like good, right? Like they're in between. And if it just took like one or two things, they'd be in the playoffs and they'd be playing really well. I don't know. I think they need a lot more than one or two pieces. Really? Hmm. Yeah. I think they need 11 players, and that's on defense. Well, you Actually, are... minus, minus Demarcus Lawrence and maybe Jalen Smith. What about Van Der Esch? Van Der Esch, it's so hard to get a judge on him lately. I don't know out of Jalen Smith or Leighton Van Der Esch who's better, but like they had such a great season that like one season, I can't remember, 2017 or 2018, and then they haven't been... But Leighton Van Der Esch has been out a long time. Right. Well, so I don't maybe... Know. See, but this is the thing. You're a Cowboys fan, so you're going to be harsher on them, and you're going to analyze things more than I think a most defensive like, tackle people are too, going to. But all defensive tackles I've seen are way higher in the draft, like way There's, second, third rounders. The defensive tackles are kind of weak in this draft, that's for sure. So I don't think you'll see one of those. But there's that one safety out of TCU. Um, that was where it was. Hmm. But he's high first round. So the Cowboys can still make the playoffs. <laughs> the Giants can still make the yeah, playoffs. They're not even right. eliminated. They're at five so and ten. So the the Eagles play Washington, and then Dallas plays the Giants. New York. So if if the Eagles beat Washington, Washington's out, and then whoever won the Cowboys Giants game is in. But if Washington wins, they're in. So they just need to win. Um, of those three teams, though, who do you think is going to make it? I hope Washington. <laughs> this will be like the or biggest. Or does it, does it matter? <laughs> Not really. doesn't matter because whoever's in it 
loses. Yeah. Okay. Agreed. <laughs> I mean, other than the Cowboys, they'd go to the Super Bowl, but. Ooh. <laughs> Man. Ever the fan. Okay. <laughs> the Chargers beat the Broncos. Uh, I don't have a lot to say about this game other than Justin Herbert. I'm very impressed with. Okay. I've seen a lot of people talking about Justin Jefferson for Rookie of the Year. I think that's bullcrap. Should be Herbert. Yeah, Herbert's played amazing. I agree. Just Justin Jefferson's a wide receiver and has a pretty good quarterback. So, and he's just fast. Well, I mean, so the Chargers are six and nine. Do you think they'd be six and nine without Herbert? Like, uh, no. Yeah, no, they'd no, be. They'd like, be much worse. For sure, they. They'd be like a two-win team, maybe. Oh, I. I can't stand like how some of it's just about stats, not even thinking about how well they play for their team. Like how that's they... the problem, man. I think about stats a lot when I take into consideration this stuff, but then I always like have to catch myself like, yeah. and be like, "Well, sure, you... his stats are great, but think about how important a guy like you know Josh Allen, like we were saying earlier, is important to the to the Bills. Mm-hmm. Herbert makes the Chargers so much better. There's lots of guys you can say that about, and the throws that he makes, like oh. Honestly, I've always I've the said way this Herbert the whole... plays. I'm like, why? So I said going into last year's draft, Herbert's the most ready quarterback in the NFL draft. He will be. He can step in on day one. He can like. He'll be great, and he has been. And I don't know why more people weren't like, yeah, let's draft him because what was he the second or third guy taken off? Yeah, who's for the quarterback? F- oh, Joe Burrow. And but I mean, like, I you think... had Joe Burrow and Tua in front of him, and you're like. I don't... Eh, I think Joe Burrow was the right pick, though, over Herbert. Like, I could see that. Well, can't get into this Joe Burrow debate with you again. Yeah, we got um, <laughs> But anyways, what about it? Um, I don't know. I think that he was probably – I think he should have probably – he went third, right? I think he was the third quarterback taken, yeah, behind him and two, behind Burrow and Tua. I thought he was third pick. Oh, third overall pick. No, I mean, I don't think he was a third overall pick. Uh, he was the third quarterback taking because I think the Chargers drafted like six or seven or something. Number six. Okay. He drafted so six. he was third. So yeah, I he, think he was, maybe the Dolphins should have taken him. Yeah, I mean, I I think especially I guess, after this year, as hindsight's being twenty twenty, right? Yeah. Because <laughs> two has not had a ton of success. He, I agree with you. What you said earlier, but he had a better. He's better got a ton of like yeah. upside. But I mean, yeah, I like Herbert. Um, I don't really have much else to say about that game, do you? No, it's it was one of the games that wasn't very <laughs> high on my to watch list. <laughs> All right, Seahawks and Rams. This one, this one's disappointing for me personally because I thought the Rams would play better, and then I think Jared Goff like broke a finger or a thumb or something. Did you see him pop back in? Like disgusting. Ugh. So he's not gonna be. Uh, he won't be playing next week, and I don't know like how long he'll be out going into the playoffs too. So this does not bode well for the Rams, uh, but this is a big win for for the Seahawks, and I'm pretty sure you said that the Rams would be winning the division, and well, I said it hinged on this game. It, yeah, you it, yeah, expecting you did. the Rams to actually win against the and they, zero win team. They didn't but. win, so uh, what do you make of of each team's you know chances moving forward? The Seahawks most likely win the division, and the Rams getting it as a wild card, as it would stand right now. Uh, they'd actually be playing each other in the playoffs. They'd be playing each other? Yeah. Holy crap. Seahawks 3 and Rams 6. So what do you think about this? I picked the Rams to win that. <laughs> yes, you <laughs> but did. But I also picked the Rams to win the last this game yeah. this week. So, mm-hmm. I mean, 
Don't listen to me, but uh, <laughs> just wish they could have won this one. So I think I saw like a XFL guy is starting for the Rams. Really? Yeah, like he played he for the it. Arizona Rock Tops or something in Rock the XFL. Tops? Is that what they're called? Anyways, there's something I like that. I not think it was for the Rock Tops. <laughs> Dude, I swear it is. I don't follow the XFL though, so I don't know. That's just what I, I thought, thought I, I saw. followed it when it was going for the two yeah. weeks or whatever. <laughs> the two weeks. John um, Walford? Wolf, Wolford? Yeah, something like that. Uh, Here, let's tell me he up. played for the Rock Tops, man. I wanna, I wanna hear it. So, <laughs> if the Seahawks get past that, they're probably ended up playing like the Packers or the Saints, depending on how the one and two seeds shake out. Um, but most likely the Saints. So, do you like the Seahawks moving forward, or are you still down on them? If they did get past the Rams in in the playoffs. I'm still down on them, but <laughs> I've never liked the Seahawks, though, so that I could uh, have a little bias. So this is your personal bias coming out, is what yes, you're saying. Yes, and DK Metcalf is not a top... Like, How dare you disrespect him? Dude, everyone loves that guy. Terry McLaurin is better than him out of that draft year. Tell me, tell me where this quarterback played. It doesn't say anything. He played for the Jets. doesn't say anything about an XFL team. XFL. I swear you played for an XFL team. No, sir. <sighs> I think that I was lied to then. Uh, <laughs> anyways. Thought he was. Maybe you just made it up in your brain. Was it a dream last night? No, I don't think you so. You were dreaming about John Walford. <laughs> 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 nah, I, I don't know. Maybe Okay, maybe I just come up with that out of nowhere, so... My you bad. Probably, you probably read it. Like just we'll we'll just like retract all that. Don't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So so the Rams, you were gonna pick them to win, but you don't like their chances. Is that pretty much what you're saying? Not without, um, Goff. Hmm. Yeah, interesting. But I mean, they still have that defense, and defense wins in the playoffs. True. True. Well, a really good defense with somewhat of an offense that's the only thing that scares me is their defense will play good but without Goff, they won't mm-hmm. score and stuff but mm-hmm. they have a really good wide receiver depth chart like they're really good at wide receiver so maybe any quarter like not any but like a decent quarterback can come in put me in yeah yeah i don't know about that one Ty. <laughs> okay uh packers and titans man packers they threw the beat down on the titans did that surprise you yeah, I thought it would be a closer game. Forty but. to fourteen. Oh, yeah, that one's a little hard for the, um, for the Titans fans. The Titans are at ten and five, though, aren't they? Yeah, yes. They're ten and five. Okay, yeah, they're ten and five. So, I mean, it kind of puts them in a bad spot. They're first in the AFC South right now. It's between them and the Colts, both at ten and five. So, they play Texans Sunday. So mm, they got the tougher game then because the Colts play the Jaguars, and the, you know the Jaguars are oh. going to lose intentionally. <laughs> well, other than they already have the first pick clinched, so maybe they decide, hey, let's throw okay. our fans another bone and just. Could the Titans miss the playoffs? They could. they could literally miss the playoffs depending on how things shake out. Colts oh. could Colts could win. Browns will probably win, I think. Baltimore plays the Bengals. They'll probably win. I think Miami plays... Oh, Miami plays the Bills. So 
depending on what the Bills do, Dolphins could be out. Man, Tennessee could go from the four seed to the eight seed and be out of the playoffs next week. Wow. Okay, that just dawned on me. Holy That's insane. So this, this, I mean, I don't think they're going to beat the Packers, but this loss to the Packers, oh, that hurts. Well, you know what actually hurts is if we look back at their schedule. Losing to the Browns, that wasn't good. But, I mean, I think that the Browns are better than everybody's okay. been giving them. Losing year. to the Bengals. They lost the Bengals 31-20. So does that mean my Cowboys are better than the Tennessee Titans because they beat down on the Bengals? Oh, yeah. Okay. Really? <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> no. It, it, that loss to the Bengals, that's kind of what. That's you know. put them. And the Steelers. Yeah, but I don't know if you're going to beat the Steelers back when they played them. And it was a close game. Oh, mm-hmm. But they lost the Bengals by 11. Yeah. That that hurts. So, I don't know. It's a little worrisome heading into the they playoffs. They also lost to the Colts and got beat down. Well, and you know what, too? Even if this, the Titans win the division and go in as that four seed, it's not going to be an easy game against the five. Because, actually, it won't be an easy game for anyone in the first round of the AFC playoffs well, because all those teams are going to be very strong. We, we talked about this last game. The AFC is very separated. You're either really good or you're really bad. Mm-hmm. Not really bad, but you're, well, you're not very good. No, you're right. There's eight teams. But that are, then the there's NFC, eight teams that are good, and then there's the Raiders, and then there's everyone else that kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah, but then there's the NFC where everybody. There's no one win teams. I think the lowest is what, like three, three wins is the lowest, which I mean is a pretty j- big jump in between one and three mm-hmm. if you're talking about wins. Right. And then everybody goes up. There's like three, three or four, five and ten teams in the NFC. And then, like, it's kind of a gradual lift instead of where the AFC is, where it's good teams and then not as good teams. And everyone else. Yeah. And I get what you're saying. Yeah. That's, but we talked about that. So the AFC is going to be really fun to watch, but I also think that the Super Bowl is still not going to be, AFC is already going to win it. Mm-hmm. So the Packers play the Bears. Do you like them to win that game? Because the Bears. Or will the Packers rest their starters? The Bears no, have to win this game. I don't think they rest their starters because are the Saints right there? Right yeah, the Saints them? and the Seahawks are both 11-4. and four. So if the Packers lost and both of them won, they'd, they'd all be 12-4. and four. And oh, I'm but not, the Packers have the tiebreaker over the Saints. So maybe you do rest do your choose, starters. How do they choose over those two? Like, out of the Seahawks or the Packers? Strength of schedule, probably? It, I think it would be the Packers still. I don't know. With I'm pretty sure. Because they, they play in a harder division. Mm. How, do they, how do they decide that? So I'm pretty sure go to conference record first, right? And they'd all have 9-2 and two records? No, they'd all have. Oh, you know what? The Saints would. The Saints would actually get the number one seed, I think. Okay. Well, no, because the Packers, Packers beat the Saints. Yeah, but the conference record is still better. The Packers can't rest their starters. I don't think they can. But they've they've got to play their starters. I know for sure that the Saints would be underneath the Packers. I know that for sure. Okay. Well, I think you're wrong, <laughs> <laughs> but that's just my Let's opinion. Let's go at it. That's just my opinion. We won't go in on a tangent on this one. So, but if the Packers, you know, do win and play well against the the. Uh, Bears and they end up knocking the Bears out, and then Arizona wins. Arizona moves up into the seventh seed. They'll make the playoffs. That's nice. Um, but how do you like the Packers' chances going into the playoffs? I mean, you were kind of saying that you think it's going to be them and the Saints in the NFC. Um, but 
are the Packers your Super Bowl team for the NFC? And are they potentially Super Bowl champions? Uh, I think so. <laughs> you think so? Man, that was labored. <laughs> <laughs> it was. I think they are because, like, Devontae Adams, I'm really high on. Top five wide receiver. Could maybe throw him up a little higher in top three. I probably wouldn't, but he's amazing. Aaron Rodgers is obviously amazing. Aaron Jones is really good, except they don't really run the ball there. And they're going to have home field advantage. All throughout. If they get that first spot. Mm -hmm. And no one wants to play in Lambeau. Oh, no. I mean, didn't you see what was happening when they played the Titans? It was freaking snowing. Yeah. I don't want to play in that. I mean, that's terrible. Yeah. Especially if you're like the Saints, right? That that are coming from a warm climate and it's a they play indoors. And now you're gonna have to go in the freezing cold. It's an advantage, that's for sure. Well nobody yeah, like nobody wants to go play in the cold. You'd much rather play in like the heat not heat, but like warm area. You don't have to wear long sleeves, like nice climate. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which I wouldn't necessarily think Lambeau Fields nice climate when it's the frozen tundra but hey well yeah because <laughs> we're getting into it's isn't january like end of december january when's the first playoff game oh it would be yeah it'll yeah, be it'll, it'll be well, yeah because it's gonna already, january 6th 30 for no 30th today so yeah it's gonna be january in the playoffs start Michigan. on the playoffs start on the 9th of january and then the next round will be on the 16th and the 17th of January. So, so even when the Packers the... are playing, it'll be mid-January. Yeah, I'll pass. I think, uh, <laughs> I think the Packers almost get there pretty easily just based off their climate. Yeah, I mean, but then, it's I mean, an they advantage. Play, then it's, I would say, Bills-Packers Ooh, in that's the key of... Like they neither of them would have an advantage if it was at home because they're both cold climates. Mm-hmm. But then they go down to the warmth. Yeah, I'm I'm excited actually. That that Super Bowl matchup would be pretty fun. That'd to be watch. a very fun Super Bowl matchup. Are you still as high on Aaron Rodgers as you have been over the last couple of weeks? I yeah, mean, he had a really I, good game again. I think he wins. He should over Patrick Mahomes in my mind, but he's not going to. No, it's yeah. I don't. That's the thing. I think Aaron Rodgers. For me, the more you look at it, I think Aaron Rodgers is the MVP, but Pat Mahomes is like the name, right? Like, and so it will make more sense if he does. No win one's going to get like criticized for saying Patrick Mahomes. People might get criticized for saying Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I, that's a good point. I mean, I'm not going to argue either way because I think they're both really good players. Uh, you just yeah. mentioned the Bills and the Packers, so let's talk about Bills and Patriots. What the heck? The Patriots. <laughs> Did you see Belichick throw yes. his phone? That was all over the internet. Oh, my gosh. Like, Did you see all the jokes about uh, like Tom Brady, like him calling Tom yeah. Brady, please come back, and he's like, I'm not phone, coming back, this? Bill. <laughs> <laughs> throws the phone. Uh, <laughs> so were you surprised? So This game was in New England. Uh, were you surprised that the Bills walked in there and just oh. beat the crap out of the Patriots? No, not at all. No. Oh. <laughs> I mean, Not even a little. No. I thought it'd be closer than this. Yeah, well, <laughs> obviously you think it'd be closer, but I'm not surprised by after. Like, because it doesn't surprise me, I guess, but it is a little, I thought it was going to be closer. But the Bills have been playing amazing, so it's not really too surprising. How about this? How about this stat? Ready? 
This is this can blow your mind. You know mind. what's really good when you take a really deep Cam- breath before. <laughs> Cam Newton, five for ten, thirty-four yards, two sacks. Stidham, the backup, four for eleven, forty-four yards, and a sack. Neither of them threw an interception, neither of them threw a touchdown. Their average yards completed was three point seven. That is terrible. That's like rushing stats. So a that's lot of, a bad rushing stat. I mean, that's not. It's average it's, rushing. That would be okay, right? Three, almost four yards. That'd be fine. But you can't expect that out You're of your. You're throwing that though. Oh. oh. So. Did you see his sleep schedule? Like oh yeah, I eleven saw, like, o'clock. He's in bed and I then go to bed at eleven thirty. Four twenty. He wakes up thirty. But like, somehow he's out of the house at four thirty. Like, don't you think that uh, you should go to bed earlier? You know. You should get enough more sleep. sleep. Yeah, maybe you could you throw the ball. The, <laughs> you would think that your doctors would be telling you, like, you like the team trainers and everything would be saying, you have to sleep more than <laughs> five hours a night. So when Cam Newton went to New England, do you remember how everyone was like, "Oh man, he's going to New England. He's gonna reinvigorate his career. The Patriots are gonna be awesome." And and I think a lot of people were like, "Yeah." I was kind of on the eh, train. Um, I don't. I don't know about you, but there's no way that the Patriots bring back Cam Newton next season, right? Because he's, he's on a one year deal. Thing, the sad thing I've seen is I've seen talk about him coming back. <laughs> no, because they say he is the hardest worker in the team, and like someone was like, um, we always say that a um, rookie quarterback needs time to cope, like get into the <laughs> system. And there's people saying that he's going back to the Patriots. Okay, Cam Newton ran for 24 yards. He threw for 34 yards. You're telling me that you want that guy back on your team? I I wouldn't, but I've seen people say they think Cam Newton is the real deal. And I'm like, what what are you watching? I liked uh, Cam Newton had one good season for the Panthers. He had that amazing MVP season. They went to the Super Bowl. He couldn't get the job done in the Super Bowl. I, myself, am a Panthers fan. I never liked the guy. Too cocky, in my opinion. Yeah, like, he just wasn't a quarterback that I enjoyed watching. And I've never been very high on him. I understand why a lot of people are, but I feel like people are living back in that season that he had and not actually realizing that he's digressed a lot as a quarterback and injuries have really slowed his career. And... I mean, just look at his season stats, dude. He's got five touchdowns and ten interceptions. Well, I was ready for him to leave the Panthers, and I'm not even – I don't even follow the Panther, <laughs> Panther, Panthers, the Panthers. But, like, I was like, it's time for him to leave there. You know it doesn't make sense? These type of stats are getting a guy like Dwayne Haskins released, and it's getting a guy like Cam Newton signed for multimillion-dollar contracts. It better not. Imagine – No, it's going to, though. You know it is. I didn't say I know it is. I said that you just it, said no. I said they're going to resign talk. him. If Belichick allow like says that that is okay to happen, Belichick's not who I thought he was. That's so pointless, though. What is it? What is the advantage? Hey, those thirty-four yards were important. <laughs> For what? They scored nine <laughs> points. I mean, he did score a touchdown, though. Scoring plays for the he ran for it the in. Patriots. Okay. Nick Folk, 45-yard field goal. Cam Newton, nine-yard run. And then they missed the PAT. They didn't <laughs> score. The they didn't goal. score in the second half. They, no, didn't even, they didn't even get close enough in the second half to attempt a field goal. I was being sarcastic, Jay. 
The Patriots never had Patriots a pro- like the win probability. I'm looking at that, and I know that's just bogus, but like they never had a win probability to like over fifty percent. Like they were never predicted to win the game. New England's drafting fifteen. I saw in a CBS mock draft that they're going to take Mac Jones. If you don't take a quarterback and and boot Cam Newton out, yeah, Mac no, Jones. I could see Mac Jones being a pretty good prospect for them. I think that's sure. still kind of a reach. We talked about it with Washington. Maybe you wait till the second round to do that. But I don't know. Mac Jones' draft stock is increasing, man. That's true. But a lot like, of people are starting to get big on him. I think that the system he was in, he's going to be a lot like Tua, maybe. Where because he's had mm. such amazing players around him, mm. if he go, but maybe the Patriot, Patriots Patriots don't, don't have, have any receivers. Right yeah, and they never tight end or well, They've had like average receivers that Brady has always been able to get the ball to. Consistently. Do they go to the fourth round or sixth round or whatever Tom Brady was in to try to find the next Tom Brady? Yeah, right. Because that hardly ever happens. No way. Sure. Bel- Belichick, okay. he'll do it. Guess what? You got Jared Stidham. You might as well just start playing him if that's the case. No, draft <laughs> a quarterback. Okay, all your talk about re-sign Cam Newton and all this I didn't garbage. Say, I actually no. said I don't think they should do that. Okay, don't twist my words like that. I said I saw a stupid talk about that. Why would you? Oh, my gosh. I don't see a reason to sign back Cam Newton just to get 34 yards. Yep, they're going to do it. I heard you say it. <laughs> okay, um, so you like the Bills, and they played amazing in this game. Um, what? What is the likelihood that you're going to give the Bills to actually win it all then? At, like on a percentage basis, I guess you could say. Probably around... 30 really oh okay that's lower than i actually thought you were gonna say well i mean i'd put the chiefs about like 40 ish just because of how good their team is so, and then so, i would also throw i would throw a few teams in with very lower but like out of the afc yeah like maybe you see the steelers but sure so i mean but we've kind of bashed on them a lot well, deservingly so. I mean, yeah. maybe they... Pittsburgh, like with a twenty percent, and then Tennessee. Well, whoever gets in, like it's hard to tell who will even get in out of those five, ten, and five teams. Like maybe you give. It's gonna be so tough. I think maybe you give like Tennessee Titans like a five percent chance you or know, something. Like it's, it's actually gonna be very beneficial for the Chiefs to have that first round by. I think because it kind of cuts out a game that they have to play and like and they're at home. the nfc games think about this the nfc games in that first round they won't be like super competitive i don't think everyone in the top seeds except for washington or dallas whoever makes it there will win but all three of those afc games they're gonna be fights oh like, yeah they're gonna be really tough and then one team's even gonna get left out that's a good team too yeah like maybe the dolphins get left out i hope not the titans the Titans could get left out of that. Like that would be insane. I mean, I sure hope not. But that's that, the thing. I don't want any of those teams to get left out. Like honestly, I'd prefer Baltimore out of any of them to be left out. Oh yeah. But no, that's just me. No, I, I. That's who I would choose. I want the Browns to get in. I. Who would make for the best games though? I would think Miami going out would make for a better game. Hmm. Like if you bring. I think Buffalo. The Browns in. Buffalo versus the Colts would be really good, and then I think. Or the Miami Brown. versus Pittsburgh would be really good, and then I think Tennessee versus the Browns would be really good. So but you're saying Baltimore that is just and me. the Browns, you wouldn't... Wait, did you say Browns? Yeah, I said Browns. 
Then who else? Oh, you say the Titans are out Titans too? And, Titans and Browns at four and five. That's that's who I would like to see. But Well, you just said who would be the best games, and that's that's the three games well, I think yeah, would be most like, entertaining. Oh, it's just hard to leave any of those guys sure, out. Sure, I agree. But unfortunately, someone's going to miss it. Yeah. And honestly, Buffalo's going to go in as a two seed, right? And they have to play the seven. It's going to be a tough Cleveland, game. Imagine man. Cleveland losing out. Like being this close to the playoffs for the first time in 18 years. And <laughs> it's then, such a Cleveland thing. <laughs> it would be the most Cleveland thing to do, though. <laughs> it'd, be the, like, it'd just be the epitome of what like, the Browns that, are, you know? That is so heartbreaking to go to. You have one game. You need to win one game in the last two weeks, and you have a one-win team, probably one of the worst teams in NFL history. Oh, my gosh. Behind the Browns, and you can't win that to get to the playoffs i hope i hope like on a very personal level that the browns win i, I want to see it happen but it would be so funny if they did <laughs> <laughs> is there anything that you want to talk about from week 16 that we didn't talk about i mean we kind of covered all the games <laughs> we did it differently this time and i think this is how we should continue to do it where we just kind of run down the games and then yeah. talk about the teams and talk stuff. whatever we want yeah, to and it, then there was a few was games that we didn't really know anything about well but we don't have to talk about every we game talked about like justin herbert because like, that was it for the one who really wants to talk about the ravens and the giants you know yeah <laughs> yeah, we we just skimmed over that one. I forgot about that one. Looking ahead to week seventeen, though, uh, give me you know a game or two you're interested in watching or very excited to watch. Um, I'm gonna I'll start first. So I'm gonna go with the Dolphins and the Bills. I think that one's gonna be a very entertaining game. Plus, a lot is riding on that game. Do the Bills sit people though? Uh, I don't I don't see no, I don't see a that, reason. They right? want that spot above. Um, the Steelers. So here's the real question. Would getting the two seed or the three seed make that much of a difference? Yeah. Because then if the Steelers and, the Bu- and Buffalo play in the um, division divisional round, if those two play, they get the home field advantage over the Steelers. That Okay. Fair point. So, but I'll like, say you're right. Is it too much of a difference from the Steelers? To, like, I mean, obviously well, in it's that, the travel in that is, first round game, though. Yeah, but that's not that far down. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Is it's not that the big first game. round opponent will not be really any different, right? Like, okay, so you if, get well, right well, now, we still can't even predict. Sure, who but it would be as it stands right now. Let's just think about this. If you go in two, you're playing the Browns. If you go in three, you're playing Baltimore. Personally. I'd, I'd rather go three. in three yeah. and play Baltimore. But that that is my opinion because I think... Browns would... are another one of those inconsistent yeah. teams, though. Yeah, so they can but they're be winning. On fire. <laughs> yeah, they can be on fire one game, but kind of lackluster the mm-hmm. next. I guess, you know, depending on how things shake out, the AFC will still have a lot to be decided. But I don't think Buffalo will sit starters, and Miami will... They'll be trying very hard to, to get the win. Um but week 17 games for you to watch? I just saw this, and I'm really excited about this. Los Angeles versus Kansas City. Do we get to see Patrick Mahomes versus Justin Herbert for a little bit? Mm. Other than we talked about why would you even play them because they already have the first round by Maybe. clinched. I mean, but that would be so cool to see. It's likely that that doesn't happen, I yeah. guess, yeah. But it would be fun, right? Because I've said that... I think that Justin Herbert is Patrick Mahomes on a bad team. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but that's just me. I 
I like Justin Jefferson. That would be kind of cool. My eyes, and for obvious reasons, are on the NFC East. Cowboys and Giants. Well, and the Washington versus Philadelphia game. Because mm-hmm. every si- the sad thing is every single one of those teams are still in the playoff race. Yeah. The highest win, the most wins on those teams are six wins. Uh, I can't and believe they're going to make them, the playoffs. One of them is making the playoffs. <laughs> I can't Wouldn't you much rather see, like, actually, from the NFC, who would you rather see? Uh, if I had to pick, I'd want to go with the Giants, honestly. Really? Yeah, I like Daniel Jones, so I'm, I would go with the Giants. But Daniel Jones is out still, isn't he? Yeah, but he's still on the team. So, like, I'm a Danny Dimes guy. I like seeing it. <laughs> um, okay, another game I want to actually be interested in watching is the Seahawks and the 49ers. Just because there are, like, not major playoff implications in that one. Actually, kind of, because if... It's a good rivalry game. If, well, but if the 40, 49ers win, then Packers already have that first-round bye. Yeah, they'll pretty much secure it, right? And then it would pretty much lock in Seattle into the three spot, which isn't terrible, but... But obviously, we'll you're, you're going to have one game at home. Mm-hmm. So... Well, one game is better at home is better than zero, right? That's true. All right, any other games that you want to watch? Oh, Las Vegas versus Denver? Oh, yeah. It's one of the bottom teams, but it'll be a competitive game, I feel like. Okay, that's a good shout. I like that. Just because, like, I don't know. I'm a big, um, what's his name? Drew Locke? Drew Locke. Drew Locke. I love Drew Locke. Yeah. I mean, hopefully he gets better, but is it time for the the Broncos to move on? Nope, I'd stick with him. Get him. If Zach Wilson falls to him. Nope. You don't think you take nope. Zach Wilson? Nope. I need a I need a corner. I need a safety. I need a defensive end. I need an offensive lineman. So maybe even if they don't go with like Patrick Sertan, they go with like Gregory Rousseau or the mm. Michigan guy. Mm, I don't know. That's that might be a little high for me. Right for, now he's for Rousseau. Like eight. Potentially. So Let's see. Patrick Sertan. I think it makes a lot more sense if. The Broncos are taking a corner out of anything, really. And and like we kind of talked before, they'll be most likely. I just looking at the draft board right now, they'll be the first team to probably take a corner out of anyone. I think. But I mean, edge is so important. Edge is important. I agree. But which but one's the problem more is which one's more important for them? Corner, I would say, because the bigger needs at corner. I think. Well, well and think about rushers? think about this, uh, Bradley Chubb. But he's getting old. Oh, he's not that old. And Von oh, Miller. Bradley Chubb. I'm thinking of Von Miller. Yeah, and Von Miller's still there. But like Bradley Chubb has been kind of injured off and on. I think too. So but Bradley Chubb is still good. Yeah. I also saw talk about do like if they continue to go down, if they somehow go down in the draft stock more. If Micah Parsons is on there, do they take Mike Parsons oh, to my be an edge gosh. rusher? Are you kidding me? To be an yeah. edge rusher with Bradley yeah. Chubb? Imagine that. Yes. If Micah Parsons is at 10, well, but no they, brainer for can me. Can they fall a little bit more in the draft order? If they won? No, yeah. if, they, if they lose. Oh, the if they Raiders. lost, let's see. So the Panthers would be in front of them. They could potentially win. The Giants could potentially win. The Lions, I don't think, will win. They might move like one or two spots if they lose. I think the highest they, they might get is like, like nine. Eight or nine? Like if they go down that far, well, who's at eight? 
Uh, the Giants are eight. If right the now. Giants get into the playoffs, then. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I would love to see Micah Parsons go to well, the Broncos, is what I'm saying. Sure, I would too, but think about the guys. Okay, so obstacles for Micah Parsons <laughs> actually falling down to, to Denver uh, hey, is, we'll is Miami. Okay, if you want to put them at eight. Seven, seven to one. You have Miami that would probably take him. We'll Falcons that would probably receiver. take him. Bill. The Bengals that would probably take him. The well, Eagles would probably take him. And the Lions would probably take him. Who do you have taking Sewell? Anyone. Right no, no. I'm just saying, like, if yeah. Micah Parsons was on the board, any of those teams could take him before it got to the Broncos. I'm not saying they all would. No, but I get what you're you got to run like a gauntlet and like pray. Hey, yeah, we're hoping <laughs> for the like Broncos. the one percent <laughs> chance <laughs> that somehow the Broncos get Michael Parsons. That's what we're hoping. <laughs> that'd here. be, I mean, that'd be insane if it happened. that would be out of those teams. That's my favorite team. Like if he were able to go to, really? Yeah, you'd like to see him there, huh? I think the Bron. Well, the Broncos are such a good organization, so they wouldn't like waste his talent. Yeah, that makes sense. Plus, you could learn from Von Miller too, and everything. That'd be cool. That would be such a cool, like, <laughs> him and Bradley Chubb co- coming off the yeah, edge. Yeah, no, yeah. I agree. Okay, Carson. <laughs> These um, little fantasy worlds we we've get come- into. <laughs> <laughs> this will be, like, all our shows. This will be, like, an hour oh, of what our, our shows are once everything's over. We'll just be, Even like- in the playoffs. <laughs> we'll <laughs> talk about the playoffs for, like, ten minutes, and then we'll go through all the draft situations. It's my favorite time of year, man. It's, like, Christmas like, almost yeah. when the draft comes around. It's, it's the best. Well, because, like, it's... It's just such like the unknowns. Like, yeah, you could be taking a kid that one day is like and like top of the NFL, like best player. You could take Tom Brady. You know, I mean, yeah, it, it happens. Okay, Carson, we're coming to the end of the show. This is your favorite time of the show. It's uh, <laughs> who who are your MVPs? As we enter the late stages of the season, I know we've kind of talked on and off about it, but this is your segment MVPs. What do you got? Aaron Rodgers is mine. It's going to be Patrick Mahomes, as we talked about. Mm-hmm. Any other shouts for you? What is his name? Josh Allen? Yeah, Josh Allen. <laughs> How did I? I hate when I do that, when I just forget someone's name. But it happens. Josh Allen's, all the running, maybe like Dalvin Cook. I mean, Derrick Henry's kind of fallen off in the last few weeks, so he's kind of still like kind of in there. I would say it's between the two of them. I think that Patrick Mahomes gets it. I think that, like, my personal opinion is Aaron Rodgers or Allen. Mm-hmm. But as we said, it's going to be Patrick well, Mahomes. It's, hey, man, this is your MVP vote, okay? If it's mine, Josh Allen. Like that. <laughs> oh, man, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, anything else before we leave? I mean, good show. Covered a lot of stuff. Yeah, we did cover a lot of stuff. And it, was good, it was a fun show. We actually went a lot longer than I thought we were going to. I know I say that, like, every week, but... This one was even the yeah. longest one we've had. I was kind of like, man, I don't know how we're if we're gonna get a lot of like information this this week. Like, I'm expecting next well, week to be a lot of information. Even like what you like you said it before we even started. We're just gonna roll with it. Yeah, and <laughs> maybe we shouldn't just roll with it because we've been going for two hours. You know, but we it's didn't, been fun. We didn't even take a break, so I'm gonna have to insert a break into here. Yeah, usually we do take a break. Yeah, uh-huh. we should have just said we're gonna take a break and then continued to go. Yeah. That would have been a little easier. Nah, for Actually, okay. you can probably just say it later. Yeah. Then. I'll edit it in there. Don't worry. We'll make it work. <laughs> I All hope right. this is going in. Oh, yeah. No, it'll go in. Um, <laughs> week 17, tons to be decided. There's a lot of good games up and coming. The playoffs start 
what did we decide the ninth of yeah. January, and then they'll roll all the way to the beginning of February when we reach the Super Bowl and the Pro Bowl and all that stuff. So it'll be fun, and uh, we'll be back to recap we didn't week even seventeen. Talk about Pro Bowl selections. Oh, okay. Well, you know what? We'll talk about it next week. How about that? Sweet. Cool. I'm excited. Um, it's good to uh, talk to you guys again. It was good having you back on the show after a break, Carson. Oh, well, thank you. Go Reinvigorated Cowboys. the show. Go Cowboys. Go man. Cowboys. You always got to end it on that. All right, guys. Have a good rest of your day. Peace out. Thank you for listening to this episode of Electric Sports Talk. Tune in next time as Ty Crystal and guests break down all things sports here on Electric Sports Talk. Our topics include all things soccer, football, basketball, mixed martial arts, motorsports, baseball, golf, hockey, Olympic, and world sports. If you like what we're doing here at Electric Sports Talk, get in touch with us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Or email us at electricsportstalk at gmail.com. Thanks for tuning in. 